Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 746. We're looking at Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 through 13. Let's read our passage. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. While he was reclining at the table in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came to eat with Jesus and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Now when he heard this, he said, It is not those who are well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners. This is the gospel according to Matthew. Matthew is writing this gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to show that Jesus is the long-awaited Messiah. Jesus is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. And he's writing it primarily to a Jewish audience so that they can see that they should place their faith in Jesus. He's presenting the teaching, preaching, and healing ministry of Jesus. He showed some of the teaching ministry with the Sermon on the Mount. Now he's in the healing ministry, and that's primarily miracles. So we've seen a series of miracles. Most of them are healing, but not all of them. And there are the nine miracles in this section in three groups of three. The first group of miracles was the healing of the leper, the healing of the centurion servant, the healing of Peter's mother-in-law. Then we had this first interlude where he talked about the cost of discipleship. Then the second group of miracles, the calming of the storm, the casting out of the demons, and the healing of the paralytic, which was really significant in that he claimed to forgive the sins of the man. Now we're in the second interlude, and here we have the calling of Matthew as a disciple. So chapter 9, verse 9. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. The same account is given by Mark in Mark 2, 13-17, and Luke in Luke 5, 29-32. Now Mark and Luke both refer to the man as Levi, and Matthew calls him Matthew. As you read the details, it's obviously the same account, and so why the two names? Well, remember, we see a lot of people with two names, Paul and Saul, Simon and Peter. So it's not uncommon for dual names and different authors to refer to the different names. It's pretty obvious that Levi, Mark, and Luke is the same as Matthew in Matthew's Gospel. And we know that Matthew here in this story is the Matthew who writes the gospel. A little later in Matthew 10, Matthew will list the disciples, and one of them will be Matthew, the tax collector. So this is the Matthew who is the author of this gospel. Now it says he's a tax collector, and Jesus meets him at the tax office. Now don't think of an office downtown. Think of a booth down on the docks. Remember, they're at Capernaum on the Sea of Galilee. Capernaum is under the rule of Herod Antipas. But the other side of the lake, the northern part, is under the rule of Herod Philip, 
and the southern part is the Decapolis, which is somewhat self-ruling. So any goods coming and going through Capernaum's docks would be subject to duties, taxes, and that's the tax office. It's a booth there on the docks to where you bring goods ashore to unload them, you have to pay taxes. And so Matthew is a tax collector there. Tax collectors are hated by the Jews. Now, while Matthew is a Jew, he's hated by the majority of other Jews because he's a tax collector. He's Jewish, but he's working for a corrupt government, which is basically bleeding the people. And so he's considered to be in cahoots with a corrupt government that's under the thumb of the Roman Empire. And they take advantage of their own countrymen. Tax collectors generally universally presented in a negative light. Often, sinners and tax collectors, it's, it's almost like one word. And interesting, though, that given the view of tax collectors, when Matthew becomes one of the twelve, what do the others think about this? We don't get any kind of sense from how the other eleven take this idea that Matthew, a tax collector, is now one of them. But I'm sure Jesus made it work. So Jesus encounters Matthew, the tax collector, and says, follow me. And he got up and followed him. Verse 10, while he was reclining at the table in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came to eat with Jesus and his disciples. Now Luke gives a little more detail here and says basically that in celebration that Jesus is hanging out with him, he basically throws a party and invites a lot of his friends. And of course, a lot of his friends are tax collectors. So he's reclining at the table at this banquet that Matthew is throwing, hanging out with tax collectors and sinners. They have come specifically to eat with Jesus and his disciples. Now, sharing a meal is a big deal. It's one thing to talk with somebody, to interact with them, but to go to their home is a big deal. That's to show a higher level of interaction and share a meal is a much bigger deal. It's where Jews would not even enter the house of a Gentile, let alone have a meal with a Gentile. Now, these are not Gentiles. They're all Jews, but they're still considered sinners. And for Jesus to hang with them in his house and have a meal with them is to identify with them. So tax collectors and sinners. Well, sinners is a pretty broad term. And tax collectors are obviously sinners in the lines of everyone else. The word translated sinner here just literally means sinners. But what it probably means, best way to understand that would be Jews who don't follow the Jewish law. That is non-observant Jews. So they may be ethnically Jewish, but they are certainly not following the Jewish laws. They don't do the things they're supposed to do. They don't give, they don't pray, they don't fast, they probably don't attend synagogue, may or may not refer to their ethical lives or their moral lives, but certainly refers to their religious lives. They don't follow the Jewish rules. Verse 11, when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Now the Pharisees, we encountered them earlier, remember your Righteousness needs to exceed that of the scribes and Pharisees in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. The scribes are the religious experts, the teachers of the law. The Pharisees 
are a group who are active in the local synagogues. The Sadducees are more in the temple at Jerusalem. The Pharisees are very strict on observing the law. They're very religious. And here they speak to Jesus' disciples, not to Jesus himself. There's a variety of reasons that might be. One, they may be a little hesitant to take on Jesus. And so they're going to talk to his disciples instead. Maybe Jesus is in there in the center of everything in the house. And some of the disciples are hanging out by the door because they're not about to go inside the Pharisees. So they ask the disciples. And maybe they're trying to undermine the relationship between the disciples and Jesus by asking the disciples, what kind of teacher is this that hangs out with tax collectors and sinners? So we can't say exactly what their motivation is, but they do approach the disciples. But Jesus hears this. Verse 12. Now when he heard this, he said, it's not those who are well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. Now, this is not a quote from the Old Testament, but it's a common proverb. Now, remember, a proverb is just a wise saying. There are proverbs in the Bible, but there's a lot of common proverbs which are, are not in the Bible. A proverb is just a common wise saying. And so Jesus just throws this common proverb out. It's not the well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. And so, obviously, his point here is he is there to provide a path to righteousness. And who needs that path to righteousness? Sinners do. Righteous people don't. Verse 13, go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners. Now here he quotes Hosea 6, 6, where the Lord says, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. Now his complaint in Hosea was they were doing a lot of the right things from a religious perspective, but their hearts were hard toward people. And he's basically using that same message to the Pharisees. You guys are so big on following the religious rules and remaining ritually clean that you're neglecting people. God cares about people. And Jesus is there to minister to people, the people who need his ministry. And so his point here is that God is pleased when you invest with people, not when you just follow a bunch of rules. Does that mean we throw out all the rules? No, but we must be concerned with people. And so what's the message for us here? Well, it means have a genuine concern for people. And it'll be so quick to dismiss and discard the people that we consider unclean, undesirable, the lowlifes of society. Everybody needs Jesus. We don't jettison our standards in connecting with people, but we do reach out to people and connect with them and recognize that these people need Jesus. See them from God's perspective. Too often we think people need to clean their act up in order to come to Jesus. What they need is to come to Jesus, and then the Holy Spirit will help them clean up their acts. You don't have to get cleaned up to come to Jesus. You come to Jesus, and then Jesus cleans you up. We shouldn't expect sinners to act like saints. Sometimes we're so shocked that sinners sin. Well, that's why we call them sinners, because they sin. 
And so we shouldn't expect sinners to act like saved people. But as saved people, we don't reject them because they act like sinners. We need to reach them with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.